everybody, welcome back to This Is Gonna Hurt, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast! This podcast sucks! Yeah. Do you regret that? I thought we were playing Pathfinder. No, that's, that's our other campaign. Leave. Wait, you guys have another campaign? <laughs> oh, we were supposed to bring it up, guys. Hey, listeners, we are five guys from Long Island, and we play Dungeons & Dragons. That's pretty much it. And That's my name is Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master. And to my right, we have... I'm Steven. No, no, Steve, you're, for, you're to the left. I'm to the right. I'm Alex. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. We're going to confuse everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm baffled. And Craig. <laughs> I'm just Jeremy. <laughs> I'm Steven. Still Steven. That's good. And so before I recap what happened last time on This Is Gonna Hurt, I'm going to turn it over to Steve to tell you where you can find us. Hi, guys. I'm Steven. I sit to Owen's direction. I'm going to throw it over to Jeremy. Hey, what's up, guys? So I'm supposed to tell you all that stuff that I'm supposed to know about our podcast. Like, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Gonna Hurt D&D. Good. Uh, on Facebook at This Is Gonna Hurt. Good. You can go to our website, made by Steven. Very impressive. At this is gonna hurt. No, gonna hurt dnd.com. This is gonna hurt dnd. I was right, man. I messed up. This is gonna hurt dnd.com. Check. Uh, I'm also supposed to mention that we have a Patreon. Yeah. That you can uh, give us money to support our podcast. Um, and that'd be nice. Don't have to, but I, we'd appreciate it. And uh, I'm all supposed to spell blah blah blah. blah, blah. Yep, that was the last That's one. It. Got That's it. It. Got it. Oh, got <laughs> Teamwork. Bye, guys. D&D. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> All right, so last time on, this is going to hurt the Goblin Spooshers, now currently in day one of the tournament, dedicated to their friend and enemy, the Monarch. And in place one, am friend I right? <laughs> Our frenemy. Quite the frenemy. They are currently in top position, as Lorthamar walked away from the skill portion of day one with the most points, having nice. survived the longest in the uh, the city labyrinth, and also having scored the most kills in a game of intense hide and seek, and so currently the Goblin Spooshers are in the lead, and that is where we are picking up. So this is gonna hurt. You find yourselves in your box. Lorthamar has just returned victorious. There seems to be kind of a brief pause. Goblins pushers, would you like to do anything? I go to hug Lorthamar because that was awesome. I receive it. Nice. It's like one of those like hearty, like full on hugs. Yeah. um, (laughs) I'm not sure how much you guys saw. Oh, we saw a lot. That was awesome. Good job. Thank you. You took out... What was his name? Hagar, the silent. No, the first guy. Jeff. 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 You took out Jeff. I'm mad, but I'm glad you won. I, I was thoroughly impressed. That was quite a show. Thank you. I'm glad you... Uh, you but why Jeff? Why first? He was, he was the first person I saw. But he's like so innocent. 
Uh, just <laughs> in a game where uh, it is you or them, you you choose yourself. That's fair. Every time. Fine. I mean, can't can't argue that you won. That was good awesome. job. Yeah, that was that was great. I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's next. I will say that uh, oh, Junta, as is kind of like you know that your wheelhouse is perception. I will say that you probably have been keeping an eye on everything, and uh, you'll notice that kind of in this lull. Uh, across the way in the top box, Aegisar is no longer standing beside the crown prince and the queen. And a red-haired uh, guy with a maniacal grin is standing in his place. Hey, um, it seems like there's there's another person next to the the the. The princes. Oh, really? up there. Yeah, oh. look, look. He's got like red and hair. You all notice Oboth. He looks. Cachette. Oh crap! Yeah, that guy. You seeing him? You notice that he's actually subtly different than the last time you saw him. He is wearing what appears to be a tank top. Last time you saw him, he was cloaked, or, or I will say that his his arms are bare. Um, you'll remember that he he had tattoos like between team. his his uh, elbows and his hands of various dragon wings that he had conquered in his travels. But you'll notice that now his right shoulder is actually just covered in golden scales. And the left side of his face and his neck are covered in black scales. And there's actually, even from this distance, you can see like a horn poking out of his left side of his forehead. And he appears to be different than he used to look. In Bahamut's name happened. And so, uh, you hear a voice from behind you. Yes, my brother has always been quite the eccentric one. And you see Aegisar, Doric, standing behind you. Oh, did you pick these colors? I... (laughs) I I didn't. I, um... Lothmar kind of salutes him and stands at attention. Uh, Lothmar, it's good to see you. I bow. Likewise, just, I, I like I I don't do a full bow. I do like a half uh, that's bow. unnecessary. I mean, for everything you've done, thank you. The least we could do is just show our respect. Well, when you're faced with eternity, you have to do things to keep yourself occupied. And um, no, I believe it was the uh, purplish fellow at your guild hall, Lyco. So. Y- that that had picked the colors. I I merely saw that you had. had yeah, it seems like him. Chosen them. I. Um, so you don't know Ico. Huh. Yes, I I I will confess. I apologize. I have been checking in uh, on occasion with um with one of my uh, ravens, but um I I didn't mean to pry. I just was curious. You had been gone for quite some time, and and I was I was interested in when you would get back. I'm sorry, you. That was your raven that I... Wait. That you... He uh, shot one with this... Yeah, uh, on, on our way here... Lightning uh, breath, from what I understand. Yeah, on our way here, a, a raven was staring at me at night and freaked me out, so I blew it up. No, my raven's right here, and a raven actually flies down and lands on his shoulder. <sighs> okay, no, no, no. I, no, I just want to make sure it wasn't yours, because I, I'm a bit of a hair 
trigger but if you, as of late. Do you, if you feel as if you're being followed, I mean, I can... No, it, I can, it, it's okay. I don't... Personally, it, it was a little off-putting. I don't know that we've met. Hello. It's, it's an honor. I am Perfidulo Cronita. You I, are, of course, Aegis Arvorak. Uh, yeah, is, I suppose this is true. It's quite an honor to meet you. Yeah, we had... Uh, hi. Oh, yeah, Merble. Nope, Gopher. Gopher, oh, right. I forget about him sometimes. Hello. And he just kind of like pushes past you and he just like goes and shakes Gopher's <gasps> hand. He actually doesn't shake your hand. That's fine. Um, but speaking of, of that raven, is it possible for you to, I guess, make sure we're not followed? I will. I will look into it. I'd, we'd appreciate that. All right, thank you. Hope it's probably nothing, but I, I was just, I was just jittery. At this point, the lights in the arena begin to go dim, and, and oh, I, uh, I should, I should uh, return. We should uh, to the box. I don't want Oboth giving Prince Callum any ideas, advice, right? Well, we should catch up sometime. Uh, yes, perhaps. Um, maybe at the end of the tournament, we could. Oh, of course. I'm, Get a drink. Celebrate Dira's inevitable victory. Do you know who's challenging her? Over the um, yes, he's a he's a, the son of a of a businessman from the far west. Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about the challenge. But unfortunately, it doesn't seem his intentions are anything but good. I don't honestly believe that he intends to take her position. I think that perhaps his family has some. Vendetta against my sister, so... Um, that hardly seems good. All I can say is if he does manage to take her place with no intentions of actually joining the Twelve, his death will be slow and cruel. And with that, he turns on his heel and he walks away. Nice chatting with you! See you later. So... so what's the next challenge? Lights go down, and Albert has taken the stage again. He is wearing different robes. And did he change? Different hair and uh, different face makeup. Cool. All still kind of a white chartreuseish green. Different hair this time. Now it, it's almost as if his hair is is almost it's been braided into thin braids and it's as if his hair is underwater. And it seems to be just just in just floating around his head. Pretty dope. This guy's um, full of surprises. His robes are just emitting these little butterflies, which will fly out of the robes and they'll fly back in. This time, his this whole side of his face just has peacock feathers, just all up the side. And he says, "Honored guests, I ask you return to your seats as we begin as we continue the first day of our tournament." Is everybody having a good time? And the audience just cheers and they go crazy. Ashley ever says yes. Promised. Combat. And the audience cheers again. This first day of the tournament will be quite simple. Every team will put forth one member. This will be one on one combat. Oh. The combinations of fighters having been previously chosen. By our game master. And so, again, you, you, this, what is now a window again, and those of you who are in the box, 
after Lorthamar had left, you kind of just saw it like phase away. Right. Again, more illusion magic. And upon further inspection on the stone, you actually see runes and sigils and stuff. That seems to be the um, the source of the magical wall that kind of got put up. And you actually see in front of you almost kind of almost like a it's not a bracket because it's not that kind of thing, but you do see the pairings, and you find that you are being paired to fight the Brotherhood of Vengeance. Of course. Wow. Cool. And this year in the tournament, there's an added surprise. The teams that scored the lowest in the previous event will choose their competitors first. The team scoring higher, choosing last. And so you get the feel that you're going to know who the other people have Uh, chosen. So you'll actually know who the Brotherhood of uh, Vengeance's uh, opponent actually is. And Lorthamar can't fight in this. Yeah, because right. he went Lorthamar already. cannot compete right. in this. And the wall kind of seals up. Yeah. And challengers, choose your competitors. And some time goes by. And so I'll give you a second to talk. Now, you don't know who it is yet, but if you'd like to talk, you have a minute or so. so I have, I'm sorry. You said that the whoever team scored the highest chooses first? No, we choose no, last. last. We choose last. Right. So we'll see yeah. who the Brotherhood of Vengeance has. I feel like... Well, I think... Um, Based on what I've seen from Korath, uh, he should probably be the person to do this if it's combat. I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I, I gladly will. I don't know if I, I mean, it's then I can't compete tomorrow. Correct? No, no I mean you can't do combat, combat tomorrow. I can't do combat tomorrow. Right. Okay. Right. Um. And there are four days of this. Yeah. No. That that makes sense to me. He is uh, quite fierce with that hammer. I agree. Maul? Okay. Um, I, and just so you know, uh, I, when I gave Junta the Pearl of Power yesterday, I attuned. I assumed you were going to attune to something attuned else. To thingy. Okay. To and a thingy? To the, the, the skull necklace. Oh, of course. Well, Korath runs the restroom. <laughs> I'm going to pee, guys. He really is. Korath, I'm going to say that Korath is actually going to the restroom because he knows that there's a battle happening. So you guys have a minute or so with um, no Korath while he's going to pee. So. so um, so I'm just curious. What are your strengths for you know the next skill challenges? Just so we can kind of be prepared. I'm kind of like all around. Um, That's not very helpful. Oh, you're welcome. I think he's a jack of all trades. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty good at like convincing people of stuff. Oh, um, convince me that you're good at convincing people. Go ahead. Roll a persuasion yeah, yeah. check. And Windar, roll an insight check. Or roll a deception check if you're lying about being good yeah. at convincing people of stuff. Can I use my passive insight? No. Yes, because you're not actually like part of the challenge here. You're just watching. Yeah, Genta. What am I using? Insight. What do you oh think God. my passive insight is? 20. Yes. <laughs> Gross. 20, 27. Damn. Ooh. Yeah, 19. All right, so Perfidula, you spin this this tale about right. how you know, like you you basically tell a story about this this person that you convinced, and then blah 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 blah. I feel like Gopher is behind me, just like being like, "No, that didn't happen." <laughs> and and Windar, you just you told it. He's totally lying. He's just making it all up. Cool. Hey, Perfidula, that didn't that ever happened. All right. You got me that time. But usually... That time. I'm pretty good. Are you telling the truth all the time? Can I use charisma? Can I, can I persuade oh, him? I could just tell you that I, I don't. All right. Then, yeah, that's... then tell me... 
Okay, guys, you choose it a lie. Twenty questions. Let's do it. Um, All right. Good we'll use do, of time. We'll do it later. Do you know who, who I'm facing? No, uh, no, because um, you were in the bathroom. They I just want to say that I'm really good when it comes to uh, looking for things, uh-huh. and also. Or tracking. I'm pretty good at that too. Okay. Well, I'm okay. a performer. Uh, I mean, if. That, oh. So. I also well. can tell if you're lying, and I completely knew you were lying, and I wasn't even looking to see that. <laughs> yep. Anyways. Perfectly so just going to kind of like walk away. And as far as, I mean, you guys have seen me in, in combat scenarios. Oh, no. I prefer to heal yeah. and stay back. If we, if we end up doing like a. Oh, I don't um, have a swing sword. Like a group, like a group fight. Then definitely we'll need you to help us out because you can and still hold your own too. Like we've, I, you did something on that ship. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> That's fair. And um, and Karth, I'm very uh, wise, ready for any combat. Oh, that's ultimate word. I can't look at you because then that's like it yeah. throws me off. All right, oh. and so these arcane sigils oh appear. Near the edge of the wall in a circle. Okay. And they begin to glow. And you see your halfling friend, he, he holds up this little card. I'm supposed to uh, tell you that once you've chosen who's going to be competing in your, uh, this thing, you're supposed to stand in that circle. Uh, of course, before you get in there, can we see who the Brotherhood put up? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, oh I read it wrong. <laughs> once you know. Oh, sorry. And so the, the wall fades. And uh, the first team who has to choose is the Kingsguard. Cool. And basically, standing in a circle already is a Kingsguard who looks pretty much just like the last Kingsguard that was there. It's Kevin! Oh, wait, it's not Kevin! And so, Albert goes, ah, competing for the Kingsguard is. What did you say? Brett. Oh, I thought, okay. You're so close. Brick? Um, no. Is Gregory! Not even close to what he said. I heard Greg. Oh. Yeah, instead of Brett. Oh, my, like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Uh, Gregory! And he just kind of like waves a hand and, and, you know, you can't really see his face because he's pretty far away from you. Uh, fighting for the Evokers is Pyron! And guy in orange robes sends up some firebolts. It's funny because his name's yeah, Fire. it's crazy. Yeah, right? You're imagining that some of these people, this is not their real name. It's like their stage, it's like their stage name. Cool. This He's, guy, the whole right side of his face is just like burnt. Oh, Prince Zuko. Uh, worse than Prince Zuko. Like, no, I'm just saying whole, it's his name. Like little, somewhere between Prince Zuko and, and um, Two-Face. Like somewhere uh, in the middle. Okay. Mm. All right. Fighting for the Brotherhood Avenger. Oh. Apparently they're putting their best foot forward. Sending forward their team captain oh, we to made regain the right their honors. The marvelous Miss! And this uh, this this blonde-haired woman is standing there and she's wearing kind of like a a red and blue jumpsuit, and she has a, a sash around her waist and fighting for the <laughs> resurgence is and someone steps forward. Um, they all look this way. Orcruff! That is Orcruff! Um, this guy has two daggers that he pulls out and he starts licking them because, you know, he's a bad guy and so he's got to be, be creepy. Um, I wonder if the audience picks up on this like, are we supposed to be, is, it, is this okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fighting for Team Liberty. Liberty is Remnant! And this, uh, this pile of bones. Basically, <laughs> suit of armor 
Oh. With a with a with a two great swords on his back, just in case one breaks. Okay. Um, sure. Steps forward, and he's he's very mechanical, fighting for the commanders of metal. Ooh, I've heard tale of this Minotaur, Tadova Windspear, and this Minotaur with these two hammers in his hands. What the heck he's, is that? He's banging his chest with his hammers against his, his metal plate armor. Mm. Fighting for... <clears throat> Horrifying. The Super Shifter Beast Squadron is Thrasher. Thrasher is the, the shark person that you had encountered with the many, many teeth wearing mostly purple, not wearing a shirt. He's not wearing the same thing as Hagar the Silent. And fighting for the Goblin Splooshers. We still going for it? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Take that step. step. Chorus! And the crowd cheers. Window goes nuts. And so... I com- start playing his theme song. Oh, he does. Yeah. Competitors! First up will be Pyron from the Evokers and Remnant from Team Liberty. And so the, the uh, wizard in orange with the burnt face and the suit of armor... They they both come down to the field, and this they both climb inside of the actual smaller version of the ring. Mm-hmm. And you see Albert tap the cube, which is still actually hanging there, and it kind of flies up, and it almost puts this like force field around the field. Yeah, and you gather that it has a similar effect as far as actually reducing actual damage. And so he steps out. The team that loses will receive zero points. The team that wins will receive ten. Whoa. The fight will not end until one member is unconscious. And so he steps out of the ring and he goes, let the fight commence! And so you see Remnant pulls this, this two-handed uh, you know, greatsword off of his shoulder and he just immediately runs forward and you just see these like almost these bursts of light and his joints, these blue light that kind of pops through and he runs forward and he throws a stab and, and, and this guy, he sends up this wall of fire to protect himself. And there's just this, this, this battle of basically this guy kind of using fire to stay away from, uh, from remnant. And he, he's just, he's throwing these fireballs at him. Throwing, hold on. I gotta do math. Give me one second. Okay, good. Good. We're still good. And, He's sending these fireballs at him, and he's he's basically just kind of like wearing this guy down. And at some point, he actually sends this this burst of fire that's so much that it blasts the arm off of Remnant, Ooh. and his this this metallic arm is left on the ground. And you see him look down, and he takes his sword and he sticks it in the ground, and he goes over and he picks up his arm and he puts it back up, Whoa. and you see this blue light and it's and it's back on the blue light and you see this kind of like look of panic on the on the face of this scarred faced bald evoker and and they just continue to battle but just slowly little by little the evoker just blasting him with flames wears him down and actually eventually sends this powerful blast kind of through his chest melting this hole through him and he collapses to the ground and then they kind of like the orb around the field shimmers and he gets up and he doesn't have a hole in his chest anymore. And Albert says, the winner, the evokers. And the audience is like cheering. And again, this is like the kind of like the last time, like you've heard such big things about team Liberty and the brotherhood of vengeance. And it's just like very strange that they're doing really poorly. And the audience doesn't seem to be behind them. Right. It's odd. 
uh, seeing the things you've heard. Like you've heard that some of the members of both of these teams are like members of the 12 level who just are immortal. And so it's, it's, it's strange to you how poorly they seem to be doing. And so next up we will have da, 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 the Super Shifter Beast Squadron and the Resurgence. And so Orcruf, the twin dagger wielding uh, shadow warrior, you see that this guy is actually not human. He is actually an orc. He comes forward and from the other one, Thrasher, he is the, the shirtless shark man, comes down and pulls out his baton. And basically, I just want you guys to know, so I'm just going to kind of tell you. Um, you see him take something off of his belt, and he kind of just like thrusts it forward. And there's oh, this, no. this glow that overcomes him. He and he knows the Power Rangers? And he ends up in this purple version of Hagar the Silence mm. uh, suit with the cape and the helmet. And his baton has become a trident in his hands. Then once again, they begin to battle and fight. And actually at one point, uh, he summons a water elemental and it actually holds uh, Orcruff, right? This, the member of the resurgent, the guys that you hate, holds him in place and he thrusts the trident forward at the end. It pierces through what would be his heart if this wasn't a world of illusion. And he pulls it out. And then there's bleeding, and then it's gone. And Albert says, And we have another winner! The Super Shifter Beast Squadron! And the audience cheers. Yay! Next up, first place in the first event of the day, we have Korath of the... Go At this point, you've been kind of shooed down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Korath of the Goblin Splooshers <laughs> versus the Marvelous Miss. And the whole audience goes, ooh. And so this, this woman kind of hops over into over the wall into the arena. And I'm going to use Viola as her piece because... Viola. It's the most accurate. This is the most accurate. She's fiery. And you end up on two sides of the <laughs> arena. Let the game begin! Let's roll initiative. 13. 13. So as you're kind of like, you're just kind of like making last minute touches on your armor, she's in your face. Because she has, can you move her forward? Yeah. She has she has burst forward and there's literally just a fist flying at you. As a 21 to hit. That hits. You're going to take 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay, I am going to use my stone's endurance just to like take it in the face and then just like <laughs> Um so I take I I I take half that damage. So I take 5 points. Okay. That's one. Yeah. She's going to make three more strikes against you. Okay. And she's Sun Soul. Ooh, she crit fails. Okay. Oh, breaks her hand on your I'm jaw. Gonna, I'm going to give her that as she punched you, that upon crit failing, she's going to lose her third of four attacks. Whoa. Because as she just kind of whiffs it, she ends up spinning around and you, you see her head dart just quickly back and forth trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. And then her foot comes around with kind of a reverse roundhouse kick and she's going to try to plant it into you. And she lost the whole, whole movement. That is another crit fail. Wow. wow. Shit. She oh sprains her ankle. So she just whiffs it 
And then she just kind of like, she's like eye level with your chest, and then she looks up. Okay. Smash um, her face in! Yeah, I... Take a level 15 Divine Smite on this next attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, snap. I do 100 damage. <laughs> I kill her. <laughs> I am going to... I'm going to bonus action. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I am going to bonus action cast... Staggering Smite. Nice! That's what I'm going to do. Ooh. So, so you're, you're putting a, a Staggering Smite into your maw. Yeah, and then I am going to roll. That is a 20 to hit. She knocks it away with yeah. her hand. Okay. The maw. Second attack. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Oh. Oh. Nope, roll it again. That the okay. dice going to be... So. Just right. Oh, even better. That's a smack. Okay, so that is a thirty. Question: hit. Does your staggering smite on a hit? It's on hit. On hit. On cool. hit. Okay, and that, that's gonna hit. So yeah, staggering smite four d six. Um, yeah, I can grab them from my bag, but if oh. people could just loan me them, like, give, give me that, give me that Pokemon. Oh no, no, I want, I want Craig's because I can have all metal. Fine. Bring the metal. Bring the metal. Okay. Metal. Um, so yeah, forty-six. Kill the metal. Um, yeah. So and then I'm gonna use a level three divine smite. Okay. Stacked on that. So that is. Wait. What? Is that like a free action? Just like I'm. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. When you hit, you can just load divine smite on. Yep. Burn spells. That's for Dirk. What else you need? I have another metal one over here. at the back of your mace. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's fine. Dude, that, that was a throwback. Which one, which, one, which one is the divine smites? The D8s. The D8s are divine damage. This is the staggering smite. And then this is my maul. Got it. My goodness. Which is magic. <laughs> magic. Okay. Magic missiles. You gotta roll it all at once. Do I? Okay. No, you don't. No, you don't. But it's just so much fun. I know it's so fun, but like this way I could do the math for yeah. Owen a little easier. Ooh. Nice. Nine. Good start. Good start. And that is, wait, no, no, but that's nine plus seven. So that's 16. Mm-hmm. Divine Smite. Yeah, uh, 20, yeah 25. 25. So we're up to 37. On. You're going to have to <clears throat> specify how much radiant damage you do to her. Oh, okay. That is. That was, oh no. That's the. Well, all that's the radiant damage. Twenty-five radiant damage. Twenty-five okay. radiant damage. What's what's uh, the other one? What kind of damage is that one? Uh, the that's all that was magical bludgeoning. No, I'm saying so. Uh, the one you're about to roll the shadow. Oh, the one I'm about to roll. Staggering smite is just psychic. Yeah, psychic damage. Psychic damage. Wow. Um, and it needs. And she needs to make a wisdom seventeen save. So let me roll the damage first. 9, 10, 15. So on a failed Wisdom 17, she has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks and can't make reactions until the end of her next turn. She fails. Okay. Nice. What, what happens? She has disadvantage on attack rolls. And ability checks. Attack rolls. Can't take reactions. And, and can't take reactions can't take until reactions. the end of her next turn. Okay. Yeah, and uh, then Korath is just gonna stay there. How much damage does she take other than the Radiant? 31 points. 
She is going to kick off the ground. Okay. And she is going to fly upward and away 55 feet from you. Okay. If she's moving out of that square, would that be it? An attack? Yeah. That- yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I would get my attack of opportunity on it. <clears throat> okay. Great weapon master. Ooh. Okay. Because why not? Minus five. Minus five. Oh man. Oh yes. Okay, so that is um thirty-one minus five. So that's twenty twenty-six. It's gonna hit. Okay. I can hear like just maybe just like smash her into just, a back wall. Just the, just the <laughs> sound of like those hams getting spanked, just like <laughs> cutting um, through the airwaves. <laughs> what even? I'll re-roll the two. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Okay, eight. Uh, uh eight points of Magic bludgeoning. Okay. Eight points of radiant. Okay. And then seven, and then seven more points of uh, the bl- strength bludgeoning. Oh, Why? Because of my strength. Sorry, ah. I didn't. I didn't calculate in the strength at first. Sorry. Okay. She looks like you've actually hurt her quite a bit. Okay. So she is now fifty-five feet. It's the at the end of her turn. She is unstaggered, correct? End of her turn? Yes. Is that what you said? At the end of her turn, but she hasn't done anything yet. Right, she hasn't, she hasn't finished her turn yet. I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. curious. Yeah. Okay, so she flies 55 feet away from you, and she just goes like full Goku, and she just... And she just gets surrounded by this golden yellow glow, and her hair just begins to whip around her, and her eyes even begin to glow yellow. Yeah. Got yellow gold, and she just hovers there in the air. Okay. So you are 55 feet away from her currently. So for the record, Albert kind of has has been kind of commentating on the fights. I just haven't really been doing the blow-by-blows because can't do both at the same time. Um, Picturing like Lee just kind of like... Yep, so he's just like, oh, and she flies away, and oh, she's she's surrounded by a powerful-looking aura, and aura, and you know. So on and so forth. Yeah. Um, what's Korath going to do? What's Korath going to do? He is going to bonus action activate the necklace. Oh. He doesn't, he doesn't like no moderation. Okay. So for this first one, he's just going to juice it. Gotcha. So you see Korath. You see the, uh, the necklace that he's wearing around his, uh, on, kind of on his chest, this metal skull that you had seen his cousin wearing. The eyes glow green, and it kind of engulfs him, and Korath grows and becomes a huge creature. What happened? And so, I know that it, it seems like you're within range of her. But I'm not. You're not. Then, so I like grow, I, I actually go towards her, mm-hmm. and to her it must look like I'm getting really close really fast, but I'm, I grow as I'm like flying towards her. As this is happening, <laughs> the audience is losing their minds. <laughs> and I'm, winding up. I'm playing core at Steam, by the way. <laughs> Just straight out. But you're not currently close enough to actually make contact with her. Oh no? He's flying up? Oh, you're leaving the ground? I'm leaving the ground, I'm flying up. Okay. You can you can reach her. 
Okay, cool. So yeah, I do that. Then I'm gonna attack. <laughs> what happens to your attack now that you're that big? I get two extra d6 of bludgeoning damage. My god. Okay. You got this. I did not. Did I call? I didn't call. Wait, great weapon master. No, on you did not. Okay, cool. I did not want to. Uh, that's twenty, so I miss. You the miss first this one. giant hammer <laughs> swings through, and she just I'm not used to the size because <laughs> it's about the size of her. So, yeah. all right, uh, it's bigger than her. Attack number two. Okay, that is a twenty-four. It's gonna hit. Nice. Okay, just. Throws her against the wall. Oh my gosh. All these metal dice yeah. in my hands. Oh. Um, because the new size constraints my weapon attack. Yep. So does that mean I re-roll the ones and twos on them? Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Woo! Yes. Okay. That makes up for it. That makes up for it, even though I got a two in there. So six, twelve. 14, um, and then Plus the seven. Divine Smite. Uh, oh, yeah, and then, yeah, uh, yeah, four, 21 points bludgeoning damage with my Maul, two points of Divine Smite, and then uh, can I, since I already rolled, can I add Divine Smite damage to that? Yeah. Okay, cool. You can always choose to add Divine Smite damage. Right, so I'm just going to do a level one Divine Smite. Ooh, nice. Okay, and then. Then 12 more points of Divine Smite. So how much was that without the Divine Smite? That is, uh, uh, tw that was 21. 20. 21 points without Divine Smite. Okay. That was just pure how much magic blood. Divine Smite. And then um, that was, it was, I had a two on that first one. So then that was uh, 14 points of Divine Smite. So this hammer just poof. And she is like, she like <laughs> spins through the air and she looks broken. Like she looks just like, like there are bones in her body that are just shattered upon the impact. And you can tell that like in just mere moments, you've like, you've done most of the damage that she could probably take. And she flies she flies towards you, and the first thing that happens is you take seven points of radiant damage just from being close to her. Being close to is her. Is this? Does this? Since okay, now my question is: Is this? It's not. I'm assuming this isn't. Um, it's not a spell effect. It's not. A spell, that's what you're about to ask. Effect. It's not a spell. Okay, effect. that's what nope. I assume since she's a. Since I know what she right. is. <laughs> so you take you seven points of radiant damage. Okay. And um, she is going to strike at you with her fists. She's about to try to punch a giant. If ever I was going to hit, now would be the time. Right. It's pretty good. That's a 27. Oh, yeah, that hits. Okay. And so I would like for you to roll a constitution saving throw as this, this punch has a little extra juice on it. I'll tell you how much damage you take after we see if you beat her 16 DC to see if you become stunned. 17. 
So you manage to shrug off the stun. You feel the, the, the key from her body just piercing into you. You are still going to take... Hold on, let me mark off my, my key points. You're still going to take 9 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And 15 points of radiant damage. She's going to strike at you again. Okay. And then once again try to stun you. It's not a bonus action. It's just something that can be... Expended. Expended. Wait, hold on. We don't even know if it hits yet. Uh, that would be a 12. That misses. Okay, so she misses with a strike. She has two more strikes. She's she's burning a key point to keep striking at you. She's going to keep trying to strike at you. That's really good. That's a 28. That hits. So that one's going to hit you. Again, constitution saving throw. This she's You can tell she's like at the end of her rope, and she's going to throw everything she has at you to try to at least go out with some dignity. <laughs> That is a 23. 23? Up for the save. You're still going to take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. And then on her final strike, she's once again, hold on, burning them. That would be a 22 to hit. That hits. So you're going to take six points of bludgeoning damage. And you're going to, and one more time, she's burning through her key points fast. <laughs> but one more, one more con saving throw. Okay. That is a. It's gonna. That's. Um, I fail. Okay. So you become stunned, which means you. Wait, 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 wait. It's sixteen. Sixteen. It's exactly sixteen. So you don't fail. I don't fail. Oh, okay. Ty goes to the runner. Ty goes to the runner. That's you. <gasps> so you manage to just. I feel it for a second. Yeah. You you feel your body start to go limp, and your mind just starts to go white, and you pull yourself back from that. And it's your turn. Oh my god. Guys, I'm gonna poop my pants. Kill her. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, Quartz I just grabs her. Uh, so I am going to. This is a hard fight. I'm gonna charge. I'm gonna. It char- doesn't appear so. I'm gonna charge up. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. Tra- I'm, I'm gonna charge up the mall. Mm-hmm. And I am casting blinding smite on it. Okay. So I have blinding smite in there. So that's gonna give me an extra three d eight radiant damage. Whatever. Um. Okay, so, great weapon master. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, that is a 22. That hits. I'm a wreck it! <laughs> I um, just want to point out, I know how much sure. damage you're about to do, and I just want to preemptively say, how do you want to do this? Because <laughs> she had three HP. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> um, well, I'm going to lay it on Did she start thick. at 94? She did start at ninety-three. Oh, so close. Must have rounded something weird. I might have I might have messed up actually. I might have missed the number. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna roll all the radiant damage first. Actually, now I'm just gonna roll all the damage, all the dice points. I'm gonna do the physical damage with my left hand. Okay. Radiant with the right. <laughs> so that way it's they're they're separated. Wow. Okay, we roll the two. Oh, it's just a two again. Alright. Fair enough. <laughs> Mm. Oh, I'd write this one. 12, uh, 17, 24 points of bludgeoning damage, and then 6, 12, 6, 45 minutes to make this character sheet. 17. Fights over in 10 minutes. 32, 39 points of radiant damage. 39 points of radiant damage? 
Yeah, she has to make a. Uh, I feel like half this episode has been Alex adding up dice. <laughs> a seventeen con save. I don't think she'd like be able to. She does not. Yeah. So now, and she's blind. Uh, she is. <laughs> she is very, very unconscious. Yeah, super, super duper unconscious. Almost, like you got like halfway to temple. She. She's so unconscious. I'm thinking about having damage carry over past the illusion. I'm not going to, but it's crossed my mind. So, how, what does it look like? I think it's just so blindingly bright that like some of the audience needs to look away. Definitely. Like like you you have to be pretty you have to have a pretty high con to just stare at this. Agreed. Thing. I want to do it. Roll, <laughs> roll that. Roll that constitution check, not a saving throw, just a check. Okay. I'm just like Would it would it, would it be you have to Oh no, pro- probably like a 10. 13. Uh, I'll say that you you managed to stare right at it. You don't <laughs> see what happens, but you you don't break eye contact. It's so bright. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, cool. there's just this like this nuclear just <laughs> And when the when the light fades, it fades from both Korath and her. She's no longer glowing and she's just limp in the air and she just is falling. Can I catch her? Yes. You catch her in your huge arm <laughs> before she hits the ground, and then I, then I'll. Uh, and then I just. And then this green light just kind of covers you, and you shrink down to normal size. Yeah. And the green pulls it on the skull. Roll a d twenty. Oh why? Fifteen. Okay, so it pulls in on the skull. Oh. The color fades, and the the illusion kind of pulses, and her wounds are gone. And, I, and she, in your arms, <gasps> and she just pushes you off, and she backs away, and there is just this like silence in the crowd. Wasn't she like their strongest person? Yep. Sick. And the so stories are true, even, man. Even <laughs> even even Albert is just like looking over, like not even a grin, like he's just concerned. Does he look over at us? Uh, no, just looks at Korath. Mm-hmm. And good. we have a winner. Start waving. <laughs> <laughs> Cape and going all just, crazy. <laughs> uh, applause happens, but it doesn't, it doesn't slow into a, just a huge eruption. It's Everyone's just shocked. It's, it's a, there's a lot of shock and, and almost fear. <laughs> she, in a huff, she just like leaves you kind of get the sense that you should as well. Okay. And when you go up, you reunite with your, your fellows. You, you, you barely even register the Minotaur slamming the Kingsguard's head into the tile. Kevin too! <laughs> Gregory. Greg. Also known as Gregory. <laughs> and Albert um, says... And thus, the first day of our tournament comes to a close. And the first two teams, the Kingsguard, and, the, and there's a hush, as he says, and the <gasps> Brotherhood of Vengeance what? are eliminated from the competition. And, you know, they, they give like a polite wave, and then when the lights go to the Brotherhood of Vengeance, they wave, and there are actually boos. They're actually boos. Wait, they're booing at, like, at them? At the Brotherhood or? of Vengeance. Oh, okay. And Window yells, Shut up! Don't <laughs> boo at him. Like he just like um, guys, did I do something wrong? 
And Albert continues. No, you did perfectly well. Friends, guests, visitors, we will commence tomorrow. And that's where we'll keep going. Yeah. Because we have time. We have some time. Because <laughs> that took not as long as you thought. And so the lights click, 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 click on in a very like the show is over kind of fashion. Uh, people begin like piling out and guys, I feel like that was, I, I don't know, like people weren't like super jazzed about all that. I mean, that was a, that was a lot. I mean, I, do you think I should have went easy on her? I mean, I'm, to be honest, I'm not really surprised. <laughs> I mean, you would have done it anyways. You would have won, not to sound cocky or anything, but you're a, you're, I mean, you're a lot more to handle now, but you were a lot to begin with. I mean, I, I figured at least at least one point I was going to have to heal myself. Well, let's just... Let's just keep um keep this momentum going, guys. Damn yeah, it. But we have to be smart about Comes it. Comes in the yes. door. That was insane! Hey! And he's just like, he's just patting you. Like, he's just like... <laughs> That was oh my gosh! That was that was that was insane. Oh, you were watching? Yeah, of course I was watching. You think I'd come all the way here, like, and not actually see a tournament that happens every four years? That's a good point. I've never. I mean, like, I I I I, I mean, I went in just preparing for the worst. No, that was awesome. Okay, yeah, you gotta come out of the gate hot. Okay, like, like there's some crazy talk going on in the arena. Hey. This the song about him is true, right? Yeah, literally, people were literally being like, "Wait, have you heard this song? Wait, have you heard this song?" Like, jeez, seems like you've done your job, Winda. Yeah, I can die happy. Well, well I no, mean, not today. Foreshadowing. That's a good day for the whole for the whole team. I mean, we came out on we came out on top in both. You came out on top, top. Yeah, you have the most points out of any team. But yeah, I do. yeah. points go away at the end of every day. Now oh, things start yeah. fresh. That's a bummer. And it's, oh, a, it's a new okay. it's a new well, day. Let's uh prepare for tomorrow, I guess. You guys are gonna be a tough act to follow up. That's very true. Mm-hmm. I know. Great. All right. Let's all I feel like I feel like this could have this actually might be a bad thing for the especially the battle tomorrow. Cause whoever we end up against is going to really pull out all the stops. I feel like if um, we, if I conserved a little bit, maybe they would have, maybe it would have, uh, I don't know. No, we'll face I'm that. I'm thinking too much. My, my brain hurts. No, I don't. Yeah, um, I mean, I, slow down. It's I, fine. I do agree that maybe, like, it's not bad we had a strong start, but we kind of used our, I'm not going to lie, Korat's kind of the muscle. He's our ace in the hole in that respect. I mean, they and did say that she was the strongest member of their, their team. Oh, I, oh, absolutely. I mean, like, they, they got dissed really bad, you know, they, considering who they are. They had a reputation to keep up, and here we are. But well, either way. Let's, let's see what, what happens tomorrow. We don't know what the events look like. Mm-hmm. Could, that could change the, uh, our decisions. Oh, Correct. Who would want to fight tomorrow anyway? Well, uh, I think we'll come to that when we figure out what the challenges I mean, are. I, uh, that's cool. I'm ready for a fight any day. I know that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. See what happens. Wait, so you can't do two events? Two of the same event. But wait, so can I... You can do the skill challenge. I, skill I would challenge. be able to do the skill challenge. Yeah. Sorry, okay. You're God. good at stuff, Korath. Yeah, like hitting stuff. Yeah, so maybe that's a, that's a skill. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right. All right, well, um, we should probably get ready for, for the next tomorrow. Yep. 
Like, um, I don't think we should. Um, we shouldn't go out and party tonight or anything. I think we, until this tournament's oh, no. over, we should be. Yeah, no, let's be smart yeah, about it. We should not do that. Two hundred thousand go uh, golden monarchs on the line. So the record, you you do have to move through that kind of like chamber, right, where the soiree was, in order to get to your rooms. Oh, so we're gonna like pass the other you, teams. Not necessarily, but you but do. You just you do know that you um, have to you have to go through that way. I think it might be a good idea if we do see anybody, just keep our heads down. And get back to our chambers as quickly as possible. I agree. Be, we have to be polite, be courteous, right? And just let's, okay. Let's go. Let's do it. Do, do I see the turtle anywhere? Uh, not currently. Not I'm in saying your, walking not around in your booth. Okay, so no, I'm saying no, like, as when we, we walk, walk down, through, we're gonna walk as we're through. Walking the, through. Um, okay, so so as you walk through and you end up in the the chamber, the, you can see the king's guard hanging Aww. out in there. Um, and, and a couple of them give you kind of like a, you know, like a, they raise a fist and, you know, kind of like, Hey, nice. Like give like a little applaud and the stuff. Give like a nod. Him, and I want to give him high fives. Um, like good games. <laughs> they hesitantly give you a high five. I was rooting for you guys. You don't see the turtle leaning up against the archway to the hallway to get to your rooms though is Hawk. Hey. And he goes, Hey, yeah. Korath, it's it's nice to know that not everybody in your guild's a worthless sack of crap. Okay. Wait, wait. You thought I was a sack of crap? I mean, I mean, you were a goblet splusher and all, so I had to assume at first, but it was pretty good. Oh well, I mean, uh, you're horribly mistaken. We are not crap. We are the bleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah bro. You ain't even that. So he's. Yeah, hey, uh, I think I was talking to Korath. Actually, he's a part of the shifters. He is part of the shifters. And the shifter was the rat. No. The shifter no, was, was shifter was the, the, shifter was the last guy. The, the green yeah, goblin yeah. was Beastling. Got it. Who's part of who is part of Team Liberty. Got it, got it, got it. Got Wait, it. was the, the shifter the last guy that yes. he got? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yet uh and uh you were there. I mean it, it, it takes one uh, to get on uh Hagar over there, so you know that's pretty uh me impressed. That's nice. We're gonna go to bed now. Bye. Yeah, have a nice night. Fair enough. And Perfect will just like head on out, ignoring keep, everything. Keep says. Window. And yeah. he and he flips you off. And he, <laughs> and he just like goes and he and he walks away. I really hope you get to cut off that finger before this is over. Oh no, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> I'll be sure to help. Thank you. You guys like uh roasted bird? <laughs> cool. Oh, I mean outside of the event, yes. Bird, or not. bird, 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 It's the word. It's uh, funny. Yeah, I think we get back to our chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Corinth wants to just move. Uh, Modernigo, the turtle. Oh, yeah. No. Is actually sitting outside of your room. Whoa. And on the floor this are just a bunch of papers. Awkward. And it's just like, it's just like a rundown, a play by play of everything that happened. <laughs> and uh, there's this picture of like Korath, and then there's like an outline of a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. <laughs> and there's like an S, it's like there's a number and a question mark for maybe how high you're going to Oh, hi. Oh, hey there. Hi. I, I wanted to compare notes. Oh, yeah, I took a bunch. Look. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume the rest of you kind of just like yeah, we just walk shuffle past, past yeah. and go into the room. And relax. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you see that one guy? I mean, and he like blasted a hole in that guy's chest. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was cool, right? I drew a picture of that. Oh, what do you let me see the video? picture. Look, here. Oh, my gosh. That's so that's better than my picture. Oh. Well, I've been my, practicing a lot recently. Look at my picture, and it's like a stick figure robot <laughs> man. And uh, well, you'll you'll get better. Yeah, uh, I've been I'm pretty good at trying Korath, though. I think because like that's, that looks pretty good, though, right? Looks pretty good. 
It's not oh, great. that is pretty good. It's not great. You're better. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Absolutely. You almost, you almost said my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I love complimenting people so much. <laughs> um, oh, well, um, and did you see the hide and seek round? Oh, yeah. Your, your guy was like really cool. Yeah, he is pretty cool. Yeah, man, I thought I thought we were gonna win that for sure, but but uh, no, 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 Lord's Mark's pretty cool. I know that's what I'm saying. It's like you've known him for like a day, <laughs> <laughs> but he somehow feels connected to us <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> on a deep connection. Um, well, do you are you are you competing in any of these events? Oh, I don't know. It depends on what they are. I mean, if they're like water based, maybe. Oh, me too. Well. Like, cool. Maybe not if they're water-based. I don't know. But I, yeah, I'm trying to. I don't, I don't know what's going on. True words have never been spoken. <laughs> I sometimes don't know what's going on either. All right. Well, we're going to prepare for tomorrow. So oh. I think I have to go. But your notes look awesome. We should definitely compare afterwards. Yeah. And um, yeah. So uh, what's your team doing tonight? Uh, I think they, they were going to go out to the town and, and, and see what nerds... There's Vitsian uh, nightlife is like. Oh, well. You guys should come. No, um, we're trying to just get ready for the... Except Windor. I don't think Windor should come. Why not? I don't know. Hawk keeps like saying things. <laughs> he's got, like, Hawk's a, not a very nice guy. He's got like a picture of him. No, he's, pretty, he's a pretty nice guy actually most of the time. I don't know why he hates him so much. Huh, interesting. Well, yeah, I think we're just going to call it a night. I do appreciate the invitation though. Oh, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> so Man, he's the coolest. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you're so back in your room. I think we just chillax and recover and get ready for tomorrow. I'm going to send Brimley a message. You guys want to say anything? Nightly messages to Brimley. Uh, yeah. Ask him how everything's going and how is his family. Okay. Korath? Um, yeah. Um, I, I guess tell him that we're doing good. We're, we're top dog at this point. Okay. All right. Uh. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, um. All right. Well, then I'm going to go to my room and I pull out the sending stone. It's been a day, right? So, mm-hmm. as we're going to sleep, uh, Junza will send a message to the effect of Hey, Brimley. Uh, we're doing well. We. Pretty much dominated today. Hope everything's okay. Everyone says hello. We miss you. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Before Brimley answers, just to paint a picture of what your day has been like. Yes, please. So, one, you waited in line for like four hours in order to get documentation for your child. <laughs> okay. When you returned to the guild hall, you found spelled in limbs allies of the goblin splooshers. Beware. A lot of limbs. There's a lot of limbs. Were there like did I have time to like investigate this between this, yesterday this and today? Happened, this happened at roughly like you came home at like six PM. Right. And Are we in the same time zone? They have time zones. You're in the same time zone, yep. Okay. Also, did I learn anything about the heads on the pikes from yesterday? Like, who might have done it? Nope. I mean, you can roll me an investigation check if you'd really like, but the answer is still going to be nope. <laughs> um, okay. 
Hi, Junta. Um, more massacred people on our lawn today. Haven't really figured out why yet. Fatherhood's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck tomorrow. I feel like that's everything. And as you uh, as you walk in, so your your baby, Greno, Greno, is wailing. Oh no! Just crying. I run over to comfort him. And while he is crying, there's just stuff just flying. Yes, everywhere. I have a magic baby. Papers just <laughs> flying all over the place. Where's Duma? Uh, holding him, oh, okay. trying to comfort him. Yeah, I, I run um, over. Wait, I, hold on. I just want to say he's an earth elemental baby. He's air. not an earth elemental. He's an air elemental. Air baby. elemental. Excuse yeah. me. I misspoke, but I'm so offended. You, you <laughs> I can't, I can't I, listen to you anymore. Either, I'm sorry. Either way, it's an air elemental baby. It's already magic. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty magic. That's basically what's occurring. I would run over and cast sleep on my baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's like drugging your baby. Fatherhood <laughs> is weird. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, Science. You do so. The baby begins to fall asleep. Cool. And you quickly grab it from Stumra's arms as you notice the spell also affecting her. Yeah. You, with a nimbleness only a gnome could have. They are very nimble. You get you get Greno in his crib, as cool. he does not have a, a cub sled. Cool. And you, you guys, she's beginning to get, you know, weary and dreary. You guide her to your bed, and you kind of tuck her in. And Okay. I'd like to, once I have everybody tucked in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to um, look for. I just assume there's a silver mirror somewhere in the place. Oh no! Did that? Did that? Um, did that shrine never get built? I don't you like ask them about it, right? But you didn't pay for anything. Okay, but it's been a month. Sure. Okay. They um, came. Is they there, like inquired? Would there be like a font with some holy water back there? You sure? Cool. I would go back there and I would cast scrying. Okay. And I would scry. For Duke Edgar Gregerzle to figure out if maybe he is okay, read me the spell animal. word for word. Okay, you can see and hear a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of existence as you. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, which is modified by how well you know the target and the sort of physical connection you have to it. If a target knows you're casting a spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. Well, I will say that he appears. Okay. And he's got when you see him appear dangling. From his finger is a is a thin chain. Cool. And there is a the symbol of Asetsis on his finger. He's almost like looking up as if like he's, he's thinking like of something. He's not looking at you. He's just kind of looking up coyly and just goes, yes. And but smiles. Like his surroundings, do they look like anywhere near here? Or he looks like have you ever been in a dwarven settlement? Cool. No, probably not. Actually, well, it doesn't. It looks the it looks art, different than Stromals. The furniture looks very angular, and there's okay. a lot of hexagons and triangles. Cool. So he would just let it go, head back to bed, and make sure everybody's doing okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And that's what Brimley does that day, I guess. We'll go back to the Splooshers for just yeah. a mo. Take a long rest. Yeah. Oh, anything? I guess we go to bed. Um, and oh wait, you got the message about the mutilated body parts. Yeah. On the front lawn. 
So yesterday they were there were heads on pikes. Mm-hmm. Today he said that they were limbs and stuff strewn across the lawn, saying uh, allies uh, of the goblin swishers beware. That's a lot of limbs. That's that's a lot of limbs. I mean, I'm not good. At, I'm not good with the words, but that's. I don't think I told you what it said. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh well, there's limbs. I just made it sound like there's a pile <laughs> of limbs in the front yard. Great. There's a lot of limbs. All right. Well, <laughs> that's another problem we have to deal with. Seems like I've uh, missed a lot in my absence. Apparently. Yes, yes you have. Oh boy. Uh, we didn't even scratch the surface. What do we? Uh, what do we do? We have to do something. I mean, I could, well, Junta just talked to Brimley. We could maybe offer a suggestion. We can send again. We're about to go to sleep, though. Uh, Perfidulo? Uh, yes, Gopher. Come here. What is it, Gopher? Just come here. Comes over. And you're bad. Yeah. Is a headless, armless, legless stump. So it's just like the torso? Yep. Do I recognize it? If I do, I do an investigation. <laughs> Go for it. Well, like the armor or whatever, or is it just like, is it just a d- naked stump? Yep. Oh, um, yeah, I'm an investigator, so like in case there's any like markings that are. That's not great. Six. Um, Looks like a piece of body. Uh, guys? Yep. Yeah. What's up? We got a dead body in here. What? Wait, what? Uh, should we call a guard or something? When that goes over, can I take a look at it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go call a guard. This, this yeah. isn't great. A good idea. And Provido's going to go out to the hallway and look for guards, or is, is Merble out there? Uh, he doesn't appear to be, no. 29. To what? Investigate it. Looks like a naked torso and pelvic region no, cool. no. of a man. Mm. Um, Perfidula walks down the hall to like the story. <laughs> How does he know? <laughs> I I'll tell character. you when you're older. Didn't have to um, roll high for that one. He walks down to like the soiree area where mm-hmm. they saw people before and looks for just like guards or staff or somebody. What's your um? What's your passive perception? Ten. Okay. Really? Now it's not happening very loud, right? So as you're approaching a guard, you see uh, the dwarf. The red-haired, bearded dwarf leader of the Super Shifter B squadron right, right. talking to Hagar, the silent. Okay. You notice that Hagar is actually using sign language cool. to communicate back to him. And he and you overhear, because he's a, a, he's not a quiet dwarf, and you overhear him say, I mean, can you believe it? They let those bloody criminals into this tournament. I mean, is, they're not in sacred anymore. I mean, how many people they've killed? Gosh. And, you know, he responds and the, the conversation carries on like that. Okay. Um, and you find a guard and cool. I inform the guard that what, sir, I, we just got back to our chambers and okay. somebody left a dead body in our room while we were at the tournament today. His hand reaches for his axe. Are you saying you killed someone? No, we came back to the room and somebody left a mutilated body I guess as a threat, I'm not really sure. But it's in our room, and we don't know what to do. We want to... You are saying there's a dead body in your room. Yes, but we didn't kill it. We got back from the tournament that we participated in, and somebody had left a dead body in our room. We couldn't smuggle it in. People were... You two, come with me! And he calls some other dwarven guards. Cool. Uh, they're all bearing the same um, yeah. maroon and chartreuse 
uh, pattering and the, with the flowers. Oh, of, it's of like, right, right this way, gentlemen. City please, we, we want to make sure this is taken go, care oh, of. Oh, God. There is dead body. And, oh, there's somebody here, too. I don't know if the rest of you checked any of your other rooms, but all of the beds. And, like, oh, everybody's, no. everybody's bed has a torso. Jeez. Laying in it. And, uh, and they, there's like a whole, it's like an uproar. Yep. And cool. Just, they like, there's maybe like 11 or 12, uh, dwarves. Guys, um, I think I know where the, the limbs came from. And, oh. and they start, you know, they, they get bags quick journey. and they start putting them into the bags and they're, right. you know, there's a bunch of servants come in and they're, they, they're, they're uh, like, questioning you but they're also apologizing profusely how could this happen like how could someone just get into our room isn't this supposed to be secure with this many bodies this is this is upsetting um actually and uh you akira is standing in the doorway these doorways are magically sealed uh except for the keys in your pockets you have keys by the way so someone's able to go through uh, not quite sure. Okay. I'm uh, gonna get to the uh, bottom of it, but uh, you. We also had. Uh, we also talked with our associate Brimley. You remember Brimley? Uh, yeah, the the gnome, the the gnome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And mm-hmm. apparently, yep. someone has been leaving viscera in front of our guild hall as a threat of some kind. Well, that is just unsettling. Yeah. You don't say. Huh. Can Windard send to Brimbley really quick? Sure. Brimbley, is the guild hall still populated? Where are the patrons? Where are the nope. residents? <laughs> Nobody's showing up today. Um, the hardened, tough citizens, maybe there's like four or five people right. who are continuing to come, but it after the head thing, it's pretty it's, it's pretty vacant today. Okay. So is that all you said? Yeah. Um no, it's been pretty empty here. There's people don't want to deal with dead people. It's scary. Sends back one more time. If you can, find them and make sure they're okay because we found torsos here. But I mean, people are just scared. I don't think it's our patrons, but I'll keep an eye out. It's getting a little spooky. All right. Um, Probably would set a watch with like the younger guild or newer guild members, the initiates, okay. just like someone's okay. always watching the gate. Someone's always watching the gate. Good you, to know. You guys think we should sleep in shifts tonight because this is extreme. Yeah. Um, how should we do this though? Because wait, is there is there a common area in the in our quarters? Yeah, or? there's the one with the. We should all sleep here and. Just so no one can get to us. Because if we're all in our quarters... That's probably a smart idea. So... All right. the doors open, though. Not the front door, but... Either way, if you're isolated, if they can get in, they can keep us out. Yeah. I... We're not... We shouldn't leave this to chance. Now, for the record, you're having this conversation. There are still people in your room. Yeah, yeah that's fine. We're... we're you, you is using one of the similar, like, flat crystal rectangles that he has, and he's like... There's arcane sigils just appearing on mm-hmm. it, and he's scanning things, and he's spending a lot of time near the door. And he, goes, eh. and he leaves. He doesn't say anything. Cool. All right. All right. Um, yeah, let's just divide the night into shifts, and I guess yeah. get ready for tomorrow. They'll take care of this. It's fair. Lord Thamar, 
you require the least amount of sleep. So how do you want to? When one of the guard, uh, sorry, before we go to go to sleep, when if the guards, Quiet's uh, gonna be like, if you needs any information from us, he knows where to find us, and we'll help in the investigation, in whatever way. This is this is threatening to our friends and, and our again, patriots. You you get the sense that they and they're and fortunately for you, they're not really haven't really accused you of anything. They seem supportive overall to the idea that you would help them. They the conversations you're having is that they under like you were in the arena when like this probably had happened, right? And so they're fairly certain that it wasn't you. And so they do appreciate your support. It's kind of the, the general feel you get. Yeah. Um the individual rooms are there like if you go into like if you look through the doorway of mm-hmm. each individual room, do you see the whole room? What? Like say like I'm in the common room. Yep. And I go to this door, which is Korath's room that he took. Okay. If I go into that doorway, can I see the whole room or yep. is there okay. Whole room. Okay. It's literally just a like a round yeah. cut out in stone with a bed. Yeah. Okay. Just. So I, I I guess um Yeah. All right, let's um, divvy up this night. Right. Okay, and so they slowly they begin to file out as they're leaving, and they're kind of moving past each other. Jensa, you're almost sure you see that on one of the shoulders of the dwarves is sitting a raven. That's where we'll pick up next time. Wow. 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 Thanks for tuning in, people. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. We will be back next week and we will pick up with day two of the tournament of the monarch. And, uh, and that's it. So have a good everything. It's probably going to happen again. Peace. Check us out on Patreon. Wait, that's not right. Go say things to us on iTunes and go give us lots of money on Patreon so that we can do really cool things. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Don't say that. Hello, everyone. We'd just like to take this moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So thank you to Austin, Gage, JJ, Jordan, Justin, Kim, Nathan, Neil, Phil, and Trevor. Thank you guys for all your support and helping us to keep this podcast going. 